This episode is one of six podcast episodes dedicated in loving memory of my late father, Iman Sibanda, a father, a teacher, an inspiration, and a legend. Rest in eternal peace, big man. Love and miss you always. Potent forever. Yeah, you know. It's your boy. <laughs> yeah. I listen. I started out on the pavement Bitch you thought I wouldn't make it Wondering why you ain't did it Cause you only work in that day shift Yeah success is contagious We winners on regular basis A lot of y'all getting mad huh Like how we do it from the basement I ain't been getting no sleep uh, Lately I'm playing for keeps uh, Lately I'm out on these streets Been talking to and welcome back to another episode of the Potent Podcast, a podcast dedicated to all people, motivating all of you listeners to go that one step further in your lives. I am your host, Takura, and today I am joined by a longtime friend and an upcoming doctor in his own right. I'd like to introduce you all to a longtime friend of mine. We went to high school together. He was a lot smarter than me and, and still is a lot smarter than me. I'd like to introduce you all to George. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Takura. It's an honor to be here. Thank you so much. Absolutely, man. And welcome to the show. And, and, and th- just to ask, like, is, is this your first ever podcast or have you done previous podcasts before? Well, I have done one in my head, but this is the first real one. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, man. I love that. I am, I am very chuffed to be here. Honestly, man, it's, it's a good thing that you've started. Yeah, let's do this. Yeah, like, let's, let's jump straight into it, bro. And I you know, welcome as well, man. You know, I'm looking to always bring you back for future episodes. So looking forward to, 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 to having you back on the Potent Podcast. Yeah, just say the word, brother. And I will be there. Will do, man. And, you know, we'll, we'll jump straight into it. And, you know, I'm pretty sure our listeners are you know, curious to know about yourself as well. Like, can you tell our listeners, like, where you're from, what you're currently doing, and what you get up to in your free time? All right, so... My name is George, as you've already said, and I was born in a small town called Rishavane 25 years ago, and I've just finished med school. So yeah, that was crazy, but we made it. And what I love to do in my free time, I just love to chill, man. Like just kick back, do nothing, play some FIFA, football when I'm fit, when I'm fit, yeah, and uh, watching movies. And that's about it. Uh, that's what I get into. Absolutely, man. And you know, um, congratulations obviously on, on finishing med school as well, man. That that is no easy task. And obviously, future actually current doctor, man. You, you obviously you just need to get into it. But obviously, officially officially a doctor now. And obviously, doctor not doctor like PhD, but doctor doctor, man. Like healthcare doctor. So hey, congratulations, man. That's a big 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 task. And obviously, like. You know, on, on, on the side, you know, the, the fact that you like to take a step back and chill, like I can understand, you know, from a medical professional's perspective, you know, you've got an intense, what you, what you go through is obviously it's an it's an intense study, intense practices and all that. So it's always good to relax, gather your thoughts and, you know, enjoy quality time with, with people around you as well. No, oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. It's always good to kick back and relax, man. Absolutely, man. And I, I, I guess as, as, as well, would you like telling our listeners where you've done med school, where you've completed your, your studies in medicine? Oh, uh, so I've been studying in China at Zhejiang University since 2014. And uh, I recently graduated in June of 2020. 
yeah so it's a good school you know it has its uh good and bad but you know we just like to stay positive you know look at the bright side always so yeah that's where we've been in hangzhou Absolutely bro absolutely and and I agree with that like and obviously shout out to you and everyone else who's studying medicine and all the way from China as well you know here on the Potter podcast we are global we are international and we do sit down with the very best minds from around the world as well so obviously thank you for coming on to the show so we'll, we'll move on to the next question right and you know this one also we're going to add into the nose add some 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 energy in there. would you like to tell our listeners what your passions are and what you love most about them I guess the things which really come to mind um right off the bat would be football really because I'm I'm crazy about my football man whether I'm watching whether I'm playing whether I'm playing an actual game like FIFA you know what I mean it's I just love it you know the whole atmosphere it brings and the vibes and the people you're watching with you know the excitement all of that and then the other thing is I just like to help people you know whenever i can no matter how small or insignificant it might seem i i actually enjoy helping people and the fact that now i'm uh i'm a doctor you know hopefully i get to help a lot more people you know get better with whatever ailments they may be having you know so that's about it absolutely man and that's really really inspiring as well man like i i could also definitely relate to you on the football piece obviously still getting used to closed doors approach obviously with football and it it feels a bit like uh, it's out of the norm but you know it we appreciate the fact that you know we get to watch it we get to play it and hopefully you know as well i'm i'm looking to start a team so you know uh, definitely you would be a recruit and we see working where we can take that i'd love that and just to add um Chelsea is going to beat Man City next season both home and away just, just to put it out there. But let's move on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unless you buy Messi. Oh yeah, I, I I understand unless we get Messi, but you know, at the same time I think the beauty about the Premier League is, you know, it, the competitiveness and, you know, a team could have vast riches. It's so unpredictable. Yeah, it's unpredictable like a team that's just got promoted Leeds could go and knock off Chelsea and City in games and it Yes, I have done it before, so <laughs> wouldn't be surprising. Exactly, bro, and uh, and obviously for the listeners hearing, uh, listening, and obviously if 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 they haven't heard in previous episodes before, I do also support, like I support Manchester City. I know some people may may not like that, but you know we've we've come a long way from that. If you remember from high school days, you know the guys were like, ah, oh, glory hunted this, glory hunted that, but bam, man's been there. With 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 you know bed sheets. Uh huh. I remember that. I just need to to let the listeners know. Mm-hmm. Continue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I, I i think as well like for me man i've i've been grateful great gracious enough and and fortunate to actually go and watch them live some games we've lost some games we've won but you know just going to the the stadium man i'm pretty sure if you ever get a chance to come and see and witness stamford bridge you will love it as well bro cuz it's it's a whole new atmosphere it's a whole new atmosphere when you're watching it live i'm telling you no oh, definitely it's definitely on my bucket list Yeah man hey, we we'll, we'll get it ticked off 100% man 100%. So and and on the second part man you know I pre- appreciate of you you know you you you're coming from a good place as well you know and, and you studied medicine obviously when you use that to help help and better and look after people and that's really really obviously important and you know kudos to you for being patient of going through the strides and and getting to the end and obviously now you're qualified you know congrats again so you know thank you thank you 
we're, we're looking looking forward to hearing all the wonderful things you you end up doing obviously in in the healthcare sector and, and how you you volunteer and help other people outside of your profession as well oh yeah fingers crossed definitely Fingers crossed, man. And touch wood. So, you know, we'll move on to the next question, bro. And, and also, this one is it's a personal one and it'll pull at the heartstrings a little bit. But who would you say has inspired you and made a positive impact on you? Ooh. So, I wouldn't say it's just one person because a lot of people have played a part in, in molding me into the person I am today. And it's really the women in my life. I'm, I'm, I'm really inspired by the women in my life, you know, from uh, mother to aunts, you know, to just friends or whoever. Like, it's just crazy. You know, when you take a step back and then you start to analyze how they do certain things, how they're such hard workers, you know, and even when, when things are hard, you know, they always try to make the most of it. You know, they always want to provide for the family. They're full of life. It's, it's just amazing to me. And hopefully I wish I end up like that, you know, later on in my life to be able to help and inspire other people the way I have been inspired. So, yeah. Absolutely. And I'm pretty sure you've taken strides in that as well, man, because I think one thing I've noticed from you as well, personally, is that the fact that you you started six years ago now, I think, yeah, six years if my math is right, and you've, you've studied medicine and now you understand you're more and you're qualified and you're competent to actually go into, obviously, you need experience and you get the practice as, as you get like... um those, yeah. Yeah, but the fact that you've managed to do that for six, you know, study medicine for six years and get through to the end, you know, that's commendable, bro. That's an inspirational because a lot of people may look at it and think, oh, it's a lot of work. They can't do it. But, you know, you are a prime example of you've gone through it and you've done it for six years. And, you know, and anything is possible if you can stick to it and, and believe in yourself. True. That's true. It's not easy, but it can be done. That's the message. Yeah, definitely. Exactly, exactly, man. Exactly. So, you know, with that, man, and, and building on from your previous answer, obviously, you've been shout out to your, your mom and all the aunties and, and all the, the, the ladies in your life who've made a positive impact. Yeah, I'm right on, brother. <laughs> shout out to them, man. Hopefully, they get to hear this. We do have listeners in Zimbabwe, so, you know, you can f- feel free to share your episode with them when it becomes available as well. Well, okay. So we'll, we'll move on, man. And this question as well, it's linked into the previous question. So can you tell our listeners, right, an experience you've gone through that has shown you that positivity still exists in the world and in people? Oh, wait, before, before I answer that, I, I have a question for you. Who's your inspiration? Hey. For me, I've got a number of inspirations, bro. It's like from a personal perspective, obviously I've got my parents and my siblings, my little brother and my sister. I think my parents was growing up in the Miz in Zimbabwe, you know, with the struggles that the country was going through and the fact that they managed to stay determined and confident and look after myself and my other siblings and care for us. That, that's really, really inspirational. And they were always saying never give up. And that's really, really stuck with me. And I would also say like my uncle, a shout out to big man Sherman. Like he's a, he's a really positive guy. He knows that obviously there's adversity, but it's about working through that adversity and coming up with solutions and overcoming challenges. And then obviously from, I think, a career perspective, I'd say I was really, really inspired by the likes of Grant Cardone, Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos. Some heavy hitters right there. <laughs> man, this is a big hit. Yeah, I, I think, like, you know, from, from their perspective as well, man, these guys, their work ethic is, is next to none, man. That's crazy how much, like, they, they talk about putting in the graft and all that stuff. And also, I think, you know, the likes of Filmsy, Heady One, you know, their music, but 
you know, they, they, they're doing their bit, man. They're, they're consistent with production of music and that takes a lot, man. That takes a lot. I think I forgot the other personal inspiration I have. You know, there's a guy called Daniel Nuri, who's the brand owner of, of Erna Delore. There's my friend uh, Talal, who's also the musician. His music is actually the, the, the music for this podcast as well. So it's, it's quite inspirational. And I think the last one you'd probably be familiar with in terms of fictional characters that have inspired me, but Harvey Specter from Suits. Like that guy, man, that guy is a savage. He, was, you know, it's his hardcore determination and the way he carried himself. And, you know, it wasn't in an arrogant way, right? But, you know, he always carried himself in a way that if something goes wrong, you'll find a way to make sure he gets it right in the end. And that for me, man, that's, that's insane. Those are some of my inspirations. I, obviously, there are others, but I can't think of them off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait, you know, do you want me to repeat the question again or? Uh, I hear you. I hear you. It's quite a list. So can you tell our obviously George, like uh, from what you've said before, obviously from all the inspirations you mentioned, obviously shout out to your mom, your aunts, and all the women who've inspired you. Can you tell our listeners, right, an experience you've gone through, right, that has shown you that positivity still exists in the world and in people? All right. So the one which really sticks out is when I I applied for a program which I did not have, you know, the credentials for, you know, at the time. The thing is, I really wanted to get in, so I had to email the people and then basically talk to them and tell them, like, yo, I don't have, you know, the credentials that you guys are looking for right now. I will get them, but I was hoping, basically, I was asking them if they could basically take a chance on me, you know what I mean? And it worked, you see. I was very chuffed, even up to this day. I, I'm still amazed, you know, that they, they made the exception, you know, they were very quick about it and they just told me you know you just keep doing your thing and then when the time comes you just come on right through and that for me was was amazing because you know normally when people when you try to apply for something and then your your qualifications are not just there yet you know they'll be like ah nah you don't meet the requirements We're not, they won't even look at your your application twice for example but i'm just happy that they they were you know willing to take a chance on me and obviously things work out in the end and i'm just ready you know i'm ready to go you know what i mean so, absolutely man and we're grateful for yeah go on you're gonna say yeah, I was, I was saying, so I'm, I'm just grateful, you know, that it all worked out in the end. And it was just nice. It was just nice to see that people are, are still, you know, trying to uplift other people, even though they may not yet be that qualified at the moment. So that that was really touching for me. Yeah. Absolutely, man. And uh, now I agree with you. Obviously, shout out to them, you know, for giving you that. Because, you know, at, at the end of the day, that's, that's what we need. We need a chance to obviously to prove ourselves. And they were open to give you that. Um, it really shows that it's a good thing, you know, those people sh- showed that, that level of empathy towards you and your situation and they understood it and they took the time to listen and obviously give you a chance and then obviously you've delivered on your promise as well. So that's, that's made them feel a lot, maybe 10 times, 20 times. Obviously, I don't know. I can't, I can't speak for them, but you know, they're, they're happy that they took the chance and invested in you at that time. So that's really, really inspiring, but I'm, I'm glad to get that worked out for you in the end. And I guess for the, go on, go on. yeah, no, go on, go on, go on. Yeah, I was going to say what I like about the whole situation is, you know, since I lived up to the end of my of my bargain, you know, hopefully they'll be more inclined to do the same for other people in my position later on. You know what I mean? Just keep spreading that positivity and all of that. So, yeah, shout out to them. 
Exactly, bro. Exactly. And I think also just just to add on to what you said, like for the listeners who don't know, uh, George has mentioned the word called chaft. So in in that slang from our native Zimbabwe, I think from from Cow College maybe, but it basically means excited. So if you hear any other slang terms, don't worry, I will add in a explanation to them as the podcast recording and episode goes along. So that's I just wanted to add that on to what you said. So moving on, bro, and you know, encompassing what you've 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 gone through, obviously the journey, obviously med med school, and obviously the journey of actually going from Zimbabwe all the way to China as well. Can you tell our listeners, you know, how you've overcome some of the challenges you've faced, you know, during this time? Uh, and I'm pretty sure you've probably faced a number of them, and how you overcame them. I mean, the thing is that there's a wide range of of challenges that you, you you have to try and overcome. I'll just give, for example, when you get here and then you don't speak the language, right? You find that sorry, you you have a hard time even ordering food in a restaurant, for example. I know of a couple of my friends who had to walk around with pens and pencils and then try to draw like a chicken <laughs> and, and show it to to the waitress, you know, hoping that she would understand that they're trying to draw chickens you know things like that so it's 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 hard yes but at the end of it all you just have to persevere because when you are applying and then applying and then you are getting onto the plane and coming here you probably didn't know it would be that bad when you landed but then at the same time you just have to adapt you know what i mean there's no point trying to quit or turning back and as for me personally i consider myself to be an optimist like i always try to you know, see the the brighter side the bigger picture as some would say so whenever i had such challenges i would always try and you know find ways around it how how can i improve or what can i do better next time that sort of thing and then when it would be so overwhelming I, you know just pray you know and also hope for the best just as for guidance and that sort of thing so and that that has been working well for me so i don't think that's going to be changing anytime soon any challenge i face is still going to be the same you know method i'm going to use it's a tried and tested method so yeah i'm pretty confident Absolutely, bro. And I, I love how you you know you've, you've built your confidence up, like the fact that you've had a positive and optimistic outlook on situations, and you've put in the work. You've persevered. You've stayed resilient. You know, you never gave up on what you're working on, and you you know in those situations you adapt to the, the environment and obviously the change of of circumstances as well. And I think it's quite notable, like the fact that. Some people attempted to use, you know, they, they try to draw diagrams to try and build the bridge. So see the, the gap in languages and understanding. But I mean, I think in some cases, you know, some people may find that like funny. But at the same time, I think you can commend uh, the people who tried that because, you know, they're trying to bridge a gap. Think around the box. You see. Yeah. Yeah, thinking outside the box, and they're trying to get, trying to build some sort of understanding between like themselves and and obviously. So <laughs> it is interesting, but like I think thank you for sharing that because you know that's the first time I've heard you know somebody having to draw a diagram and say this is what I want. <laughs> this is what I want. Yeah, it actually happened. <laughs> so you just have to try. Honestly. Yeah, you're, you're gonna say yeah. I'm just saying, like, you have to try anything at your disposal, you know, try and make it work to your advantage, really. You never know. You might just get a breakthrough. And they did get a breakthrough. They got their chicken, by the way. <laughs> so, you see, that was genius at the time. That was genius. Oh, yeah. 
that's a brilliant story man that's a brilliant story and how it's all ended as well like this they it may have sounded funny in the beginning but at least you know they got what they wanted so and i guess that that was an opening that was the first ever experience and obviously with time they got better and learned chinese and and i'm pretty sure you are fluent as well in in chinese to a stage where you're comfortable with aren't you Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm very comfortable, you know, move about and, you know, just get things done. So at least, you see, perseverance, <laughs> perseverance, you just have to keep at it. But for you, how about your end? Which challenges did you face, for example, like when, when you first got to the UK? Right. So I think from from my perspective, when I first arrived in the UK, it was, you know, I think the infrastructure, right? Because in Zimbabwe, you know, we, we know about the trains and stuff, but, you know, it wasn't really like 100%. Whereas in the UK, like public transport has received a lot of investment, like a large majority of the population use it. Understanding prices, like, you know, I thought, you know, when I, when I would spend a 20 pounds on a black cab, I thought that was normal. But when, when I spoke with other people who grew up here, they were saying, oh, no, no, that's actually the, the, the quickest way to lose money, you know, if, if you get on a black cab, because obviously they charge per minute. Yeah. So always you can pay a fixed price for a journey. And I think as well, like the differences in culture, because like, you know, the UK culture, it's diverse. It incorporates other cultures into it. Right. But at the same time, because I'm coming from Zim, we learned and did the things in a certain way. And in the UK, it's completely different. So it's two different worlds. So adapting to that and learning how things work, like how universities work, you know, the process of ordering stuff online, you know, I think in Zim, you know, that wasn't, that wasn't like an open avenue and stuff. But, you know, we, we, we learned, we took the time to learn that. I think as well, like taking the time to learn other people's cultures and, and upbringings as well, because, you know, we learned a certain way. So it, it was quite interesting learning what other people, you know, grew up with. So, you know, I, I think I went about it in a way that I, I tried to make as many friends with, as possible with people who were from multiple countries. So at least you could learn that person, their, their upbringing, the culture. And obviously you're adapting that into yourself, into your own culture as well, because, you know, you're learning what works, what works and what doesn't work, what you can and cannot do. So at least you're, you're creating respectable boundaries between yourself and other people. Because last thing you want to do is, obviously is, is cross somebody's boundaries and offend them. Yeah. So I think for me, from that part, yeah. No, it's good what you're saying about learning about other people's cultures and background and whatnot. Because to be fair, before I... I left Zim. The view of the world I had at that time and the view I have now are totally different. You get me? Because now I've interacted with way too many people from various backgrounds. It's it's amazing. Like you you start to understand why other people, you know, do things the way they do things and or how they live their lives. You know, things which we back home probably have been told all along oh that's not acceptable you know blah 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 it's not a culture that sort of thing and then already there's that prejudice you know before you you meet you know people from elsewhere but then now when you meet them and then you start to actually get to know them then you get a better understanding and you're like ah it's not actually as as bad as i've been made to believe before you know what i mean so traveling is, is is actually very very important you know so that people don't remain close-minded. Just be open to different cultures of or beliefs or whatever it is, you know, than what you are normally accustomed to. 
exactly man and I, i i can relate to you on that like i think the first time i i moved in into like a house where i was staying like when i was starting my my uni course my my house was i think you know the uh, one of them i'm still very good friends with or well, two of them are still very good friends with but my household you know i was from zimbabwe uh one guy was from hong kong another guy was from the uae and then the last guy was from india so all of them obviously they're all from different parts of the world right all from different parts of the world and i think what i really liked about staying with them was obviously we we worked we took the time to understand each other's backgrounds we talked about like what we liked about our countries and then we found ways of, of making that work with us as we lived together because like that's that's the best way to go about it you know finding ways you can build onto what other person finding common ground mm. yeah finding common ground building up and you might know this term from from fifa but you know that team that team chemistry needs to be up there for the team to to play really really well so we took the time to understand each other and you know that we, we ended up being close friends as well as a result so uh, I'm grateful for that experience because actually it, it opened my mind up significantly after that. Yeah, I hear you. So with that right bro, you know, with what you've said, you know, with the perseverance and, you know, the adapting to the different situations. And I want to get your take on this. What do you think in all the things we've gone through, right? What do you think is the most valuable thing about failure? Listen, I hate failure. <laughs> I don't even like failure. So, you know the the cliche about saying how failure is you're supposed to fail and then that way you you know learn from your mistakes something like that. Personally, I hate failure, right? So, I try to plan my moves as much as possible, you know, to the T so that I don't actually end up failing. But obviously, we all have to fail at some point, right? There's usually no fail proof plan. Going back to what I said earlier about me being an optimist, when that moment does come, I just try to, you know, see the positives, you know, in as much as I hate the failure, I try to to see the the positives. What what can I learn from it? You know, now I know what not to do next time, basically. Even though I've tried so hard to, you know, to be in that position, right? And I just try not to let it dwell on my mind for a long time. Okay, it didn't work out, all right, move on. Okay? but at the back of my mind i already know okay this time i'm not supposed to do this so that will probably be in my opinion in my experience that will probably be the most valuable thing about it is that i now know what what not to do even though i'll be kicking myself <laughs> i don't know if it happens to you but that's how i normally deal with it so yeah and to add on to what you said yes you're right man it's one of those it's it's an annoying feeling when things don't work out the the way we wanted them to work out initially but i i like how you said you know you've taken the time to acknowledge the fact that it's happened and now you're thinking what can i do or you know what are the positives of the setback that i've gone through and what i can take forward from it to make sure that it doesn't happen again so yeah once you do it in that way you know you're building up your ability to to always look for new new innovative ways to so you're always problem solving so if you face a problem you're always looking for a solution and then if that doesn't work you as they say you you're moving on to the next one you're, you're forever looking for the for the next best way to to overcome what you're working on and then that gives you a sense of when you're working on things that you're looking to introduce you now thought of multiple ways of introducing it and then you, it's a case of trial and error and seeing which one works so that's really really important because it's adding into your ability to be you know, to be productive and all that So you know building on building on from that question as well bro like with all the trials and tribulations you know it's a roller coaster of emotions because we've got ups and downs and we have our downs but I want to get your take on this but what would you say excites you about the future going forward 
See, so recently I've, I've been having conversations with various other young people, you know, from, you know, different fields. It, it's, it hasn't generally been like medically related, but we've sort of come to a consensus that no one can help us or we, we can't really wait for you know, the older generation to like bail us out or whatever. So now we, we have to, as young people, we need to take charge of our own futures. So, you know, plans are being laid out about, you know, even having joint ventures, for example, in, in the future, you know, so that we're all working together, building each other up, that sort of thing. And, you know, from those conversations, it's it's really exciting to envision what may be achieved later on in life. And I just hope that all of us, you know, just get to see it through and then we'll all just be successful. Because like I said, we as young people just have to take charge of our own destinies You not keep waiting on, on handouts or, or different people to come and save us. Now nah, it's time that we alone take charge. That's, that's for my future. I want to hear about yours. What, what's exciting? Right, so <laughs> right, so, so I'll answer that. But like, like just just to comment on what you said, you know, that's a very, very, very powerful thing to look at. Because, like you said, you know, start building a reliance in ourselves and that independence that we can be able to support ourselves and go into multiple ventures. That's an exciting thing, you know, like being able to go into multiple different avenues and work on those and you know build and succeed together and build each other up. That's really, really important. You know, there's that sense of collaboration and that synergy is really, really powerful. So I'd say from my perspective, what excites me about the, the future going forward, there's a number of things, right? So there's going to be obviously the impact of technology on what we're doing how technology is going to benefit our lives, how it's going to make things easier to do things. Because obviously we've, we've seen with small things like Alexa, Google Box, like you you can you can plug that in. And if you've got smart devices around the house, you can essentially tell Alexa to essentially manage those devices for you. And, you know, it helps, like it makes things easier because, you know, you can, you can be, let's say you could be working on, you could be making a painting and you could be saying, okay, Alexa, turn microwave on for this, you know, or defrost this part of the fridge because you want to cook and stuff like that so you're thinking ahead like okay i want to defrost i want to have some chicken stew later and you know alexa is going to tell the fridge to do that or it's going to tell you to dim the lights stuff like that or even with with the introduction of ai and and how that can make things easy in terms of finding information assisting like customers with queries and stuff that's going to be very very interesting how that gets implemented and also the idea of autonomous cars and stuff another thing i'd say excites me about the future see like it me like my ventures going into obviously digital content you know about my podcast now looking at like hopefully setting up a twitch and a, a youtube channel as well so to, to have that as a side venture on top of like me working as a hopefully you know touch wood as a project engineer somewhere you know building that up and making sure that i've got two solid platforms that will in- enable me to do a lot more with my time I will actually create, like, basically working on things that create more time for me to spend with loved ones and all that stuff. So that's what I'm also looking at as well. That's what I'm excited about. And also, you know, potentially getting into a venture with you, bro, because, you know, working on, I've got this mindset of I want to be a venture capitalist as well. So investing in in upcoming startups so and seeing their growth all the way from startup all the way through to service where they're operating now so that's going to be really really exciting and obviously we were going to find ways of making that work so for me that i think that's from well i think there's also like the fact that potentially become a mentor to young people in the future as well like i've always wanted to be somebody who gives back 
So I was, you know, thinking about giving back and actually teaching what I've learned to the younger generation and them taking that on and actually applying it for themselves and them seeing the results of that. What in, empowers me as well to, to always like, that's another thing that excites me. I think I could probably go on for ages, but like, I also do want to, you know, touch wood, you know, finish off my flying, get back into flying a lot more and, you know, use that to, to support myself, to support friends and family and other ventures that are li- interlinked. So whether that can be interlinked into like the digital content I'll be looking at and all that stuff. But yeah, that's, that's, that's me. That's from my perspective, bro. Yeah, that's, that's exciting. Yeah. That's exciting. Right. So, you know, on that note, bro, you know, we'll move on to the next question, right? And then, you know, this one's going to bring back some fun memories. If you remember of prep and all that stuff, but what would you say, right, helps you stay focused and productive when you're completing activities and tasks? I guess for me, it's because it's I, I just want to, to be done. Remember, I, I said, like, I'll, I'll try to plan everything, right? And once I have a plan, it's it's actually easier for me to just try and follow it through. If Obviously, it, it sometimes it takes a lot of personal motivation, you know. So even if it means I have to go and talk to myself in the mirror and convince myself that, yeah, you can do this, you know, that sort of thing. I'll just have to do whatever it takes. And then somewhere along the line, I'm, I'll just find out, like, oh, I'm done already. You know what I mean? So you just have to have that personal drive to be able to see things through that you, you know, set aside for yourself to do. So once I have that, I think I, I have quite a high completion rate. Yeah. Exactly, bro. And I, I like how you've, it gives you a sense of direction and focus as well when you've got plan and you've got a list of things that you're looking to complete. And obviously, you can visually see what you need to get done as well. And then that helps you stay on track. And, you know, I'm pretty sure at times, like some, some tasks may be too big. So, you know, you, you tend to break them down, make them manageable as well. So not to overload yourself, but, you know, that that's always incorporated into the plan. So I like that because of you giving yourself the opportunity to look at what you want to achieve, like from a big perspective right and you're looking at every step you have to take to complete it to reach the end as well and it gives you a chance to accommodate or adapt to changes in scenarios should anything happen and change so on that i think you may have alluded to this earlier when at the beginning of the podcast but could you tell our listeners like in periods of of stress like what you do to de-stress and help you relax Oh yeah, so like you said, I basically touched on it before, like I'll know, yes, it's a stressful situation, but at the end of the day, like I said, I'm still an optimist, I'm still trying to find, you know, some loopholes within that stressor so that I can, you know, wipe it out, that type of thing. So for me, it's really a matter of staying positive and trying to find alternatives to whatever problems I may be facing at the time. You know, I don't really like to dwell much on, on, on the stresses, of course, that would just end up tiring me. And then now I won't be as productive in finding solutions to whatever problem I'm facing. So it's one of those things which I'll try to keep at the back of my mind. I, I'm, I'm not saying I'm completely shutting it off because I'll be lying to you. I will know it's there. But then I'm not letting it control me. You get me? I'm just trying to find a solution to it, even though I know it's there. And, you know, and I won't really be at ease and, until I find a way. And, you know, I usually do. <laughs> so I'm just happy about that. Exactly, bro. And, you know, touching back on, on that resilience piece as well, right? So you're keeping yourself, you know, you're not walking away. You're keeping yourself focused on that task. And, you know, you're looking at the positives like, 
you know, at the end of it, this will be the result of it. And even if it takes it takes longer than normal when you require like a break or a distraction, you know you're going to come back to it and obviously complete it as well. So that's really, really encouraging. Yeah. And another thing is, personally, whenever I have such, you know, stress, right, it's also good to be real with yourself. You know, there's there's no point lying to yourself. If if you're going to be with, honest with anyone, at least be, you know, brutally honest with yourself. If you have to talk to yourself, tell yourself the situation as it is, you know, no filter. And then that way, it's already half solved, you know. For me, at least, I know if if I'm now brutally honest with myself, I know I'm I'm getting somewhere. I don't have to be saying it out loud, but then conversations within my head, I'm already, you know, I've told myself what the problem is, what the reality is, and then now, how can we move on? What can we do? Yeah. That's it, yeah. Is, uh, how, how do you handle your, your own stress, though? Right. So for me, well, I think I think I'll, I'll probably I'll, I'll comment on what you said before. But like it's it's important in that first step. You know, the first step, obviously, like to de-stressing and overcoming anything is like that acknowledgement and telling yourself the truth. Obviously, no filter, right? And then that helps you in the sense of you start building upon you. You start looking at alternatives and looking at things that you could do to improve the current circumstance and also de-stress you as well. But from my perspective, bro, like in terms of what I do to de-stress myself, I tend to take a step back and distract myself from let's say whatever that was causing me stress let's say if it's if it's job hunting a lot of people know how stressful that can be so you know taking a step back and taking a break you know going outside taking in nature like nowadays like go cycling and or meeting up with a friend and just chilling outdoors and just talk and, and not even talking about like the problems that we're but talking about other things as well on top of that so you're getting a sense of you're, you're interacting with, with people and you're also like taking a break mentally from what was causing you stress in the first place. Subconsciously, obviously, that's also helping. Like subconsciously, your brain is working to, 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 to think of solutions to that particular problem that you were facing to begin with. Another thing I'd like to do is, I think, you know, talking to people is another because you know when let's say if, if me and you were to talk and i was to present you like with the challenges i'm facing i would enjoy that conversation because talking to you you offer a fresh pair of eyes and a fresh mind to whatever challenges i'm facing so your perspective or, or viewpoint of what i'm going through is obviously it's completely neutral and most likely i'm probably gonna from what you say you're going to mention things that i would have thought of before so there's a sense of education going into that because i'm learning from you and i'm learning a lot more about myself as well so i think in those moments we can't forget like the occasional hopping on ps or playing fifa or something like that as a way of distressing i was about to say the same thing i was about to say the same thing like you know fifa helps FIFA helps as well, and, and and PUBG. I've been playing PUBG. Ah, uh, so you would you would you'd be exceptionally good at Fortnite as well, because obviously it's more or less like along the same lines. It's more or less the same thing. Yeah, I've been seeing videos of Fortnite, but I haven't played it yet. Ah, fair enough, man. I think for me, if, if I'm being honest as well, like I haven't played those kind of games in a while, if I'm being honest, because I think the last time I ever played games like that, like PS4 or PC or anything, was uh, 2017. Yeah, I know it's a long time, right? But I think recently, like I jump into, you probably know this already, but like Football Manager, it's always been a go-to for me, like, and, and it helps as well because, you know, it helps you, you know, you're going into another world and you're managing a team that has its own unique Messi. Oh, Messi, ah. <laughs> but yeah, but you're, you're saying, you're saying? No, I'm saying a team with Messi. That would be the perfect 
Uh, team with best is easy, man. I, th- I think for me, like, I've grown past, like, using, like, the big teams. Whenever I play football manager now, I start unemployed and I apply to all these leagues. So all across the world, I apply and, and see which ones take me on. And then the ones that sign me, obviously, I've got the ambition from getting them in the lowest league that they are to the top league and then, like, competing for the Club World Cup, etc., etc. So that's the journey that I've been on with football manager since, you know, we finished high school. I like starting the game unemployed because that's a fresh challenge isn't it and you know it's a reality of like you're looking for work and like you get rejected and then you get you get called up for some opportunities and and it's about just keeping those applications going and and whoever turns you down that's okay because there's always going to be somebody else who believes in what you're doing and they'll invest in you as well so a hidden message in there for you listeners as well there keep going you have to keep going Ah, <laughs> exactly man that, that that is a powerful message in there like just go keep trying go keep pushing even if things are not as we want them to be it's about us consistently staying focused being persevering being resistant to, to letting it consume us and, and, and always looking for the best looking for a solution to what's challenging us yeah most deaf most deaf so we'll, we'll move on to the next question and I think this question will really excite you because it gives you a sense of reflection as well but what would you say are your strongest qualities right and which one of these qualities would you love to teach somebody who's interested in learning from you I don't know if it's something that you can actually teach someone but I consider myself a very patient person I don't know if you can teach someone patience maybe if they just I don't know watching you or how you do things I suppose but it's not something that I'll go and be like yo come here I'm going to teach you patience <laughs> you know what I mean and same with same with just being an optimist you know you know people are either optimist or pessimist and but even though I do believe people can can change their their mindsets right it's it's not one thing that I feel like I can you, you can just teach someone it's something they will just have to pick up on from you I suppose so probably the best way for them to learn that or you know pick it up is maybe by spending enough time with the person that's the only way I see it and same thing with resilience you know a lot of zimbabweans i know are, are quite resilient like wherever you drop them whichever country you put them in they i know they will thrive so that's something that i feel is also within my dna like you can throw me anywhere and you know shove all these different challenges in my face but somewhere somehow eventually i know i will just overcome you know what i mean because nothing is new under the sun someone has also faced the same problems before and best believe there's more people who overcame those struggles than they are who didn't right so that's one of the things which keep me going knowing that whatever it is i'm facing someone else has been through it someone else has overcome it and that's just something i if i could i would teach someone you know that Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Uh, obviously, shout out to everyone, all the Zimbabweans who are listening to this podcast, wherever you are, you know, we are with you. And, you know, it's, it's that element, you know, I think the, the resilience of, you know, great, grateful to be and proudly Zimbabwean as well, like with that resilience, you know, put us anywhere and we'll find a way to make it work and we'll tailor it to suit our, our needs and our desires as well, man. So I think, and also as well, like, I like how you mentioned patience because like, like you said, I don't think, you know, a lot of the things that I, in, in situations like that right or there's no way i'm gonna like we're gonna go to a whiteboard and we're gonna say okay we're gonna write down the word patience and go like okay i'm gonna today i'm gonna teach you patience <laughs> it, it's something that's obviously that's learned yeah you're gonna you're saying 
Yeah, I was, I, was say, I was agreeing. I was saying it doesn't work like that. You can't just go in and say, oh, today we're going to learn patience. No. Exactly. So I guess the best way of learning it obviously, is obviously through observation and watching somebody else and how they go about things and, and how they, they, they take their time with making decisions on certain things. And obviously that's in certain situations, that would be the, probably the best way for you to teach somebody as well because you're like, okay, this is what I normally do when I do this. I like to take my time. And I, I like to look at these steps and then these steps help me make this decision. And ultimately, it gives me the opportunity to take in everything that I've, I've learned, everything that's available to me. So in the scenario, what are the factors and the best way of making decisions based on those factors? So I'd say, you know, things like patience, resilience. And it's built in obviously through observation and obviously also through encouragement as well, like encouraging the person to, to take their time with making decisions, you know, going at a pace that's comfortable for them, right? And also like not giving up on what they were working on to begin with. So they, they shouldn't really like stop. We should always keep trying. So it's just building that into the, the, the mindset of people. So obviously thank you for mentioning that. And on top of it, you know, would you say obviously in, in the current stage, like is there anything new you're looking to learn, whether it's a skill or something that you want to learn obviously going forward? I need to learn to swim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need, I need to learn to swim because, you know, your boy might just go on the amazing race, you know, a few years from now. You, you never know. You never know. Yeah, and, and I've seen they do a lot of swimming there, you know, so I need to learn how to swim. That's one thing. I I regret all the, the lessons I had in junior school, which I used to bunk, but I guess it's never too late. That's one thing I'm, I'm going to try and do. Of course, man. Never too late to learn how to swim, bro. And um, definitely, we'd like to see you on the on the amazing race, man. And like competing in in triathlons and decathlons, you know, swimming in the ocean and stuff. Like, it'll be interesting, bro. Oh yeah. Listen, once I learn how to swim, it's over for you guys. It's over for everyone. <laughs> it's over. I'm trying to break break the cliche. You know, as black people don't swim. Yeah, I I need to do my part. I need to start. Exactly, but exactly, but I I appreciate that. <laughs> I think the key thing as well from what you said is obviously you've acknowledged something that you don't have and you want to learn it. And once you learn it, you want to use it to better yourself and also to encourage others to to use that as well. And so you know some hidden gems in there for you. You know George just dropping the gems, man. It you're on fire today, bro. Bro, they don't even know. <laughs> they don't even know. Well, now they do because they, they've literally heard you. They've literally heard you say it. Yeah, now they do. So, you know, with that, in closing, what inspiring words would you like to tell everyone who's listened in on your episode today who's looking to improve themselves? I guess what I would say is there is no formula for this life thing, right? And the thing is, what I've seen from from social media is it's putting a lot of pressure on, on us as people, you know, to try and be like the next person whether it's they're looking successful or i don't know what they're eating whatever anything there's just that added pressure but the thing is we don't know what happens behind the scenes you know we don't know what they've done to get where they are and all i'm trying to say is you just do you don't feel pressured to be like the next person because you are you yourself you are very unique right? There's probably a lot of untapped potential that you have. It's just, you know, spend some time with yourself, get to know yourself, what you like, what you don't like. Try to 
you know gain new skills you get me just don't try to be like the very next person because you you are totally different you're one in i don't know seven billion i don't know what the population is now so just do your own thing at your own pace don't feel rushed right just be patient with yourself set your own tone you know for this life thing because the moment you try to just be like the next person you've already lost yourself right and you'll never know your full potential it's okay i'm not saying it's it's not okay to get inspiration from other people by all means you just you get inspiration we all are inspired by different people for different reasons get inspired but then use that inspiration to find your own true self you know and by you being yourself who knows how many people are also looking up to you without you even knowing so yeah that's all i have to say about that Wow, those are some solid words, man. And, you know, I can definitely relate to that. And it's, it's very, very important. You know, we're all running our own unique race. So we have to r- run it at a pace comfortable for ourselves and, you know, make the most, you know, use that inspiration to do what we want to do. And, you know, ultimately, like, get, get inspired or inspire others to do the same thing. But make sure that we never compare ourselves to, to others because, obviously, like you said, you know, at that point, you've lost already. So very, 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 very powerful words that you've shared with us, George. And thank you for sharing them. No problem, my G. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome, man. Uh, well, that's all for today's episode of the Potent Podcast. We've now reached the end of the show. Thank you all for listening in and reaching the end of the show. I'd like to thank my boy and my bro and George for coming onto the show. George, thank you for joining and sharing your, your wisdom, man. Thank you. <laughs> You're too kind. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome, man. And, and you should make sure you invite me next time, okay? If you don't, I'll hunt you down. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely invite you back for another two, three episodes or more on the Potent Podcast. I look forward to welcoming you back onto the podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. Please leave a like and a comment. It'll help the algorithm make my podcast more accessible to current listeners and future listeners as well. Thank you all for listening. Till next time, be well and take care. Look at your man at work, look at me Yeah, I had to put the fan first, everything is we Yeah, I always had the drive, I just had to get the keys We are not the same, man, I'm a different breed Cause now we on the bigger things, talking double XL Still the realest man that I know, long as I exhale Low key, you can only find me in the DM every day Carpe diem, going hard until the AM Can't you see I'm on my Wu-Tang, gotta get that creep Nah, this is not a you thing, everything is we Had to do it with the team, with my niggas from the jump Yeah, we took the leap had to let that marinate Been a hundred weeks Hundred weeks, hundred weeks I ain't been asleep Talk is cheap, talk is cheap Check the damn receipts From my dogs, cut the leash Let my niggas eat Whole squad, we a niche We a different breed Music by Zeke